The Barefoot Lawyer Reports recommends our listeners check out CNBC's recent documentary titled China's Corporate Spy War, which addresses the subject of international property and technology theft by the Communist Party waged on American corporations. To learn more about this documentary, visit CNBC.com. Hi, I'm uh, William Saunders, Director of the Center for Human Rights at Catholic University. And this special edition of our Barefoot Lawyer podcast, I'm talking with one of the winners of our essay contest, which looked at uh, the, the Chinese communist system and uh, what it means for freedom and democracy and reflected on it in an essay. So I'm speaking today with Peter James. Uh, Hello, Peter. Yeah, thank you for having me. Peter, tell me, uh, um, you're an undergraduate at Catholic University, is that right? Uh, Yes, that's correct. And what what year are you in school? Uh, So I'm a rising sophomore. Uh, and I'm a philosophy and theology a double major, and I'm hoping to do a politics minor. Oh, okay. Well, this should have been right up your alley. I guess it was. Yeah. So, Peter, let me ask you this. How did you first hear about the essay contest? Yeah, so um, this was yeah back in April. I was in the library just reading, uh, and then when I went out into the hallway, I saw one of those flyers up. And I just thought, like, that would be interesting, you know. It would help me, you know, learn more about different political philosophies. And it's just a great experience, you know, write and learn and read. So, Well, let me ask you this, Peter. Um, I guess if you're interested in the subjects you, you mentioned a second ago, um, did that does that mean that you are pretty up-to-date on current events? Like, where are you – is this topic a topic – you've thought about? Were you familiar with the Chinese Communist Party's uh, issues? I mean, I imagine you saw some things in the press, but I mean, beyond headlines in the press or anything, were you have any uh, familiarity with the political uh, questions that we considered in the essay? Yeah, so I mean, uh, like I I read the papers and everything and um, yeah, I had my fair share of history classes. So I know a little bit about China, but um, like, so I, I'm pretty familiar with their political system and even some of the human rights abuses, like the Uyghur Muslims. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it was a learning experience for me because I didn't really know too much about the Tiananmen Square massacre. Like I knew it happened and it was like for free speech, but I just didn't know like how drastic and gruesome it was. Yeah. Uh- did you know anything about the persecution of uh, Christians or um, what had been done to the Tibetan Buddhists or the Falun Gong? Uh, I, I I don't know too much about that. Yeah, uh, I knew I know there is like the persecution of Christians, but I know don't know too much about it. Yeah, so I mean, this is something I hope people listening, if they don't already know all this. Uh, will we'll educate themselves about, but China uh, has been in a campaign against the Falun Gong uh, to wipe them out, and the Falun Gong have been the first uh, real victims of this organ harvesting where they kill somebody 
are removing organs while the person is alive. It's not taking an organ after somebody dies. It's killing a person by taking their organs to sell them to rich people outside China or to rich people within the Communist Party. And Tibet was a sovereign nation which China crushed and drove the Dalai Lama into exile in India. And it's a unique uh, form of Buddhism. So they certainly repress uh, all religions and Christianity there. We could go into more detail about that, but they, they seek to re replace kind of Christ with Chairman Xi. So, so Peter, what, so you were aware of what's happening to the Uyghurs and for anyone listening, who's not up to speed on that, they're, they're in, uh, they're Muslim Chinese who are being, their cultures being crushed and they're being put into to concentration camps. And uh, the Chinese Communist Party is basically trying to, to force them to lose their cultural identity. And many of them lose their lives. Uh, so, okay, with, so you had some familiarity with China, Peter. Uh, now I'm going to read just a little bit Oh, and I want to mention for anybody listening, we have these essays on our website. In fact, I'm looking right now at our website where we have a little excerpt from from Peter's uh, from Peter's essay. And I'm going to read this uh, and then ask you to comment any further, Peter. So every government system has its strengths, but certain strengths come with certain weaknesses. Communism's weaknesses outweigh its strengths. And communist China is no exception. Winston Churchill famously uh, noted, quote, indeed, it has been said that democracy is the worst form of government, except for all those other forms that have been tried from time to time, end quote. Perhaps President Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party should heed that truth. But the CCP's whole foundation and power rests on being antithetical to truth. So that's the excerpt from, from your essay. Um, you want to say anything generally, Peter? Uh, in uh, yeah, sure. Any of those thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, every political ideology, I mean, every political system has certain strengths and with it certain weaknesses. So like, for instance, uh, in the U.S. with our Democratic Republic, we have, you know, um, you know, we vote elected officials into office and they represent us. They're beholden to the people. Um, so for us, it's, you know, truth is really on our side. And when we, you know, support truth and free speech, it really benefits our, us. So that's why the media is important in our country. Um, but of course, then certain weaknesses that come with that comes with like the tyranny of the majority and, um, you know, inherent in the political uh, system that we have, political philosophy, it could tend to make people more like individualistic and selfish. But on the other hand, with China, uh, truth is really its weakness because its whole foundation is on, you know, political control and political stability. So truth is really their enemy. Um, so, yeah. Well, uh, so your essay considers, so what's your conclusion that basically well, I won't put words in your mouth. So your conclusion is? Yeah, so my conclusion is, is because China's political philosophy sets itself up against truth, um, it's only just going to be a matter of time before, you know, truth gets ahead type of thing. Um, because 
since they're contingent on control and political stability, that means through the course of history, they're going to have to, you know, diminish human dignity. They're going to have to violate human rights. And so to my eyes, I like my conclusion is communist China's certain weakness is truth. And I would choose uh, a country that values truth any day over a country that does not. Yeah, so I, I assume everybody listening to this podcast knows well the work of Chin Guang Chin, the barefoot lawyer for whom the podcast is named and who is a distinguished fellow at our Center for Human Rights. Um, he says uh, similar things to what you just said. Um, and he acknowledges, like you do, that American democracy is not perfect, but American democracy is, as Winston Churchill says, democracy is pretty, is in a sense, the best form of government there is, not because it's perfect, but because the others depend on the denial of the truth or the suppression of the rights, uh, human rights. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Peter, about what, what may be happening and what may happen in the future? I mean, you're, you're a citizen, you're a college student, you read the newspapers, you've thought about the system of government they have in China, and you know, you're aware of the current events. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so um, I'm just thinking, like, what, like what's going to be the next problem for them? So I know, like, I mean, for across the world, and even especially for China, they have a falling birth rate. And so I think in order to, you know, remain, to have to keep that political stability uh, and to uh, have a great economy, I think they're going to start cutting back on, like, benefits for the elderly. And so what's going to happen is I think there's going to be strict austerity measures. And I don't think people are going to like that. And so it, it doesn't matter whatever the problem is, regardless, whenever there's someone who is uncomfortable with the government or uncomfortable with corruption, um, there's just going to be human rights abuses to crack down on political dissidents. Yeah, I mean, when they started the social welfare uh, system in France and you retired on a government government supported you and you retired a kind of a social security system. They had 10 workers for every retiree. And in France, that's changed massively. And same thing in, in communist China would be the collapsing birth rate, which some people think is is much more disastrous even than what we guess. There just won't be the workers to support benefits for the elderly. And uh, even though they're supposed to guarantee, and it's going to lead to social turmoil. I mean, what do you think about the government of China? Do you think it's, that government can hold on? Or do you think that um, there's going to be some form of democracy to emerge? Um, I mean, that's an important question. Because right, I, I hope, you know, they sometime in the near future accept democracy um but in order for that to happen you know there needs to be pressure on the government in order for that to happen and right now a presidency has like no known um me mechanism for like a, a successor so it would just be interesting to see like what plays out um i think there's like i'm sure it's different cultures and all that and you know the u.s is very individualistic and I'm sure, you know, Eastern countries are more collective. Um, so I'm sure there's like a tendency to want like authoritarian governments. I mean, I'm not quite sure, but I could definitely see a push to more 
to more like democracy, especially on the local level? Yeah, um, I think that's, <clears throat> excuse me, the question is just whether the Chinese Communist Party can retain control. It's already quite a totalitarian state, and if it crunches down more, um, and frankly, as Chen Guangchen says, and people who listen to his podcast know, there's a great hunger for democracy in China among many, 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 many people. So I don't think myself that this Chinese Communist Party can hold on uh, and that there'll be an earthquake uh, politically soon. Uh, I don't know exactly when, but in the next couple of decades, and that some form of democracy will emerge. Uh, Peter, anything that uh, you would like to say about this issue that maybe I, I haven't brought out or you want to emphasize a little more? Um, I mean, I'm just thinking, yeah, speaking of like democracy and like what China might do in the future, I think it's an interesting parallel to look back at, you know, the 80s and the 70s when the U.S. Would, was like battling with uh, stagflation, a really bad economy. And, you know, the USSR from afar looked really great. And, you know, we thought we were going to like, shoot, we're going to be in the long call, um, you know, battling against them in the Cold War. But it turns out, of course, you know, the Soviet Union fell in like the 1990s. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a similar story that plays out. Of course, there's not a perfect symmetrical parallel, um, but I think it has pretty commonalities. Yeah, that's that's a good insight. I think you're right. I want I want to say to everybody listening that uh, again, you can go to our webpage, which is catholic.edu/slash um, chr for our Center for Human Rights. So catholic.edu/slash chr. You can read. Peter's uh, essay and the other prize-winning essays uh, on our webpage. You can uh, also read more about Guang Chen. And I hope you'll share this because we're going to continue to have this uh, essay contest. And we want uh, to have uh, as many students as possible to participate because we want people to start to think deeply uh, about these issues. Uh, in my opinion, this is the kind of number one issue in the in the world and many americans don't know much about it um they may not know as probably don't know as much as peter did uh but they can learn by uh participating in this essay contest so i hope anybody listening will encourage their children or grandchildren etc to participate so again thank you very much peter yeah thank you the Barefoot Lawyer Reports is proud to feature the art of Chen Weiming, a human rights activist whose sculptures depict the struggle for democracy and freedom in China. His work is displayed at Liberty Sculpture Park in Yermo, California, which Chen Guangcheng recently visited. You can view pictures of Weiming's art at catholic.edu chr.